What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. I hope you all enjoyed a great day of baseball yesterday. I did. I was watching a bunch of those games. And um, I'm just going to start from the top. So the Astros took a 2-0 series lead over the Oakland Athletics. They got a win yesterday, score of 5-2 over Oakland. And um, it was George Springer going deep twice twice more yesterday. You know, he went deep the day before. He, he's just been hot. He's just been hot um, this postseason. He's been hot really since the end of the season. And now everyone's talking about George Springer's career October numbers. Like the kind of numbers he has in his career in the postseason have put him up there with all-time greats. I mean, he he's now tied at seventh, tied for seventh on the all-time list with 17 playoff homers. And um yeah, he's tied with Nelson Cruz, David Ortiz, and Jim Tomey at 17 playoff dingers. And um, he already has the Astros' all-time record, and he trails only Pujols among active players. So Pujols is 19. So those two guys have the most, the most homers for active players uh, in the postseason. One more postseason homer would move Springer into the top five all-time, which would tie him for Reggie Jackson and Mickey Mantle, which... You know, obviously those guys are Hall of Famers. So, I mean, obviously coming into this game, he already had good numbers off of Sean Manaya. He was 324 for his career off of Manaya. And, um, you know, there he goes with his first homer off of Manaya. He had never hit, hit a home run off him, even though he had hit him well with, you know, other kinds of hits. But this was his first home run off of Manaya. So, he hung a slider and, and Springer deposited it out to, you know, the bleachers there. So, I mean... It was another hot afternoon at Dodger Stadium. Game time temperature, 90 degrees. Ball was flying out of there. Chris Davis actually opened the scoring with a, with a home run for Oakland. He opened the scoring there. Um, but then Springer, you know, kind of took the lead, hit, hit a two-run shot to hit, help the Astros take the lead back. And then, you know, he just continues to do his thing. So hit a second home run later. And that, that was really the story of yesterday's game was George Springer. But... Although that's going to be the story, I do want to tip my hat to Framber Valdez. I mean, this dude continues to answer the call. Uh, the Astros have been using this guy to pitch, you know, game twos. They use him to pitch against the Twins as well. And, and he pitched well, seven innings with two earned runs. I mean, he has a 2.57 ERA this postseason. He's a huge reason they are where they are right now because everyone is talking, well, what are the Astros going to do? Because obviously their pitching has been. Uh, you know, lackluster, at least their starting pitching has been lackluster this year, but they've had guys step up, and Framber Valdez has been one guy who's really stepped up for them. So uh, he, he he deserves as much recognition as anyone. So Astros take a commanding 2 nothing series lead, and uh, they'll go right back at it to, today. I mean, that's why I love this no-off-day thing. You know, no like with a normal you know season or whatever, they'd have an off day, then we had a day off a travel day, whatever. No, we just get right back at it. So for us fans, you know, who, who get to watch it, we're we're loving it. We're loving just seeing this play out every single day. So game three will be today. The next game was the Braves and Marlins. Braves and Marlins. So Ronald Acuna Jr. Ha- has obviously made some enemies. With the Marlins, uh, first of all, the Braves won this game nine to five. It was it was close. I mean, the Marlins were leading this game up until I think it was like the seventh inning or something like that. And Sandy Alcantara had pitched well. I mean, my, minus the homer he gave up to the leadoff homer he gave up to Acuna, he he kept the 
the Braves bats at bay for quite some time until they had a massive seventh inning and then you know they just blew the top off of things. Ronald Acuna Jr. hit that leadoff home run in the first and he absolutely pimp pimped the home run. You know, we just watched it, admired it, bat flipped, all that good stuff. And, and obviously there, there are people who still aren't used to this. I don't understand. I mean, it, it'll probably just take some take them some time to get used to it, but this is it's not gonna go away. This is part of the game nowadays. So if you're if you're upset with it, you just need to change your mindset. It's just part of having fun. I mean, I I really couldn't care less if if you show up an opponent. They're not really you're not there to make friends. I mean, it's it's an opponent for crying out loud, especially in a postseason game. If you're not happy that your opponent shows you up, then play better. Don't give them a reason to show you up. Don't give up a home run. And then they won't have an opportunity to show you up. It's that simple. You can't give up an opposite field second deck shot and then whine and complain that the dude pimped the home run. I mean, if you if you give that up, I mean, you just need to focus on the next pitch, I guess. But yeah, that, that, that's my opinion. Um, yeah, so Acuna was was, was you know, obviously hot dogging and doing this thing, and then uh, the Marlins took exception exception to that, and. You know, they they hit him. That was when he stepped to the plate again at the bottom of the third. Alcantara hit him 97 and a half miles an hour. And, no, it is what it is. I mean, Acuna tweeted after the game that he, well, first of all, he put an Instagram post. He said, I'd like to take this time to apologize to absolutely nobody, which I like. I like that a lot. And then he tweets, they have to hit me because they don't get me out. And he's referring to the Marlins because the Marlins have been throwing at Acuna for the past, like, two, three years, like ever since his rookie season, like in August of 2018, this, this beef goes back all the way since then when, um, you know, Jose Arrhenia was hitting him like because Acuna was trying to make a bid to lead off a a game with a home run in a fourth straight game. Arrhenia is like, all right, I'm going to hit this guy. So he doesn't hit a lead off homer. And then that, that's when it started. That was in 2018. That was two years ago. So yeah, this, this history goes back a long way. But the Braves get the win. It was, a, like I said, a huge seventh inning, a, a big Travis Darno home run there to right center field. That was a really fun game to watch. And, you know, Braves take take game one by a score of 9-5. to five. In the in the nightcap, the night set of games, well, the Yankees had a game two pitching plan where they, they – they kind of try to get cute with it, in my opinion. They they started Davey Garcia, you know, 21 years old. And so basically they use him as an opener. I mean, no one knew that he was going to be used as an opener. And, um, you know, it looked like, oh, we're going to throw him out there like legit. But, um, yeah, they use him as an opener. It just didn't really work because after Davey Garcia, they brought in Jay Happ, who was supposed to, you know, carry like – couple more innings David Garcia only threw one inning Jay Happ and then for two and two thirds they, they just blasted Jay Happ he gave up four runs over two and two thirds all earned by the way and that's that's kind of what had the game get out of hand but Tampa Bay had a start from Tyler Glass now he didn't even pitch that stellar either it was five innings four runs but 10 punch outs he's a strikeout pitcher but uh the Rays just simply scored more runs than the Yankees this this game I mean we saw another home run from uh, Aros Arena, another you know first inning home run from him, or at least first at bat, whatever, batting in three hole for Tampa Bay. He goes deep. And then uh, Austin Meadows and Manny Margot also went deep. 
Jock Stanton hit two home runs yesterday. He's been on fire. I mean, when the, everyone knows when this dude is healthy, he's one of the best hitters in baseball. It's just when this dude is healthy. How often has he been healthy since he arrived in New York? It's been it's been really brutal. The injuries have just piled up for him. But when he's healthy, he's always been productive. He's just and same thing with Judge. Both those guys when they're healthy, they're great. It's just you know how often are they healthy? But Stanton has been mashing this entire postseason. That's five homers in four games for him. And yeah, the beat goes on for John Carlos Stanton. But yeah, Yankees try to get cute with it. Doesn't work out. They lose to the Rays, score seven to five. That series is tied up at one game apiece. So now it's a three-game series, and we'll see what happens there. In the night night cap, like the late night cap, it was the Padres and Dodgers playing in Arlington. So obviously neutral sites for this postseason. They're playing in Arlington, which is where the, the Rangers play, their new ballpark. I was watching this game. I, I really enjoyed watching this game, but honestly, as soon as the – I think it was like the fifth inning or so when I stopped watching because I, I had to go to bed – but as soon as the Dodgers tied the game at one because of an error by Eric Hosmer at first, as soon as they tied the game at one, I knew that okay, yeah, the Dodgers are fine. They're 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 gonna they're gonna come back and win this game. And now I woke up, I see that yes, they indeed won this game by a score of five to one. But some interesting things to note from this game. I I, I want to talk about Ryan Weathers. I know everyone else who watches this game will be thinking about this. This kid who who pitched for the Padres in relief yesterday because Clevenger only went like one plus, you know, because of injury. They bring in this this kid, a left-handed pitcher throwing mid-90s. He was 20 years old. He was drafted in 2018. I remember watching this kid pitch All-American games and stuff in high school because I, I follow that kind of stuff. I follow the draft. I, and when I saw him on the mound, I'm like, oh, that's the same Ryan Weathers. Yes, he's he's been a top prospect for the Padres. I'm like, yeah, okay, wow, he's up at the big leagues already. And then they're talking about this is his major league debut. I'm like, oh, yeah, that would make sense. This is major league debut. But did he not pitch at all in the season? I'm like, no, he didn't. Ryan Weathers has never pitched past a ball, and then he made his big league debut in the postseason. So he was the second pitcher to do this. Shane McClanahan made his big league debut for the Rays the night before in the postseason. And now that I think about it, it's it's insane. I mean, it made sense to me. I mean, I I, I heard it when I when the broadcast mentioned it for McClanahan. Then hearing it again yesterday, I was like, it really dawned on me how ridiculous not ridiculous, but how how crazy that is. Like, imagine making your major league debut in the playoffs. That's already, like, you're already having so many nerves and everything. I guess it helps that there are no fans there. It kind of helped, but really not. It, it really doesn't. Because you know, I mean, <laughs> when you're making your major league debut, especially at 20 years old, which is, you know, Ryan Weathers' age, but he looked good out there. He looked good out there. He's like the number nine prospect or something in the Padres organization. And people are wondering, why did he make the NLDS roster instead of their number one or two prospect, which is Mackenzie Gore, you know, their top pitching prospect. Well, the answer to that is velocity. Ryan Weathers has seen a big uptick in velo over the last year. His his velo has jumped from like from 90-92 to like 94 to 96. So he's had a massive uh, bump in velo. He was showing it last night. He was he was throwing 96 last night and um, he looked good out there. So congratulations to him and his parents were there apparently. Um, so obviously, you know, that's a, you know, because I think, you know, with the whole postseason format you can have guests in there they just have to quarantine with you and be in the bubble and stuff but yeah his dad uh pitched or i don't know he pitched but uh his dad played for the yankees for like four years what they said a utility man for the yankees and um he was part of that uh yankees 1996 championship team so that's 
that's pretty cool. That's that's really cool. So congratulations to Shane McClanahan for the Rays and Ryan Weathers for the Padres. Making your major league debut in the postseason is is as daunting of a task as as I could think of. But these guys handled it very well. So hats off to them. But yeah, the Dodgers won this game by a score of five to one. Um, they had a four run sixth inning with doubles by Mookie Betts, Max Muncie. A sack fly by Seager and a ribby single by Justin Turner. By the way, the Mookie Betts double in the six was their first hit of the game. I mean, the Padres had issued a lot of walks, so yeah, it is what it is. Walker Bueller started for the Dodgers. I will mention, he was effectively wild. So in that first inning, he like walked the bases loaded and then got out of it. It was like bases loaded and 3-0 count to Trent Grisham or something with one out. And then he strikes him out, you know, space loaded, struck out Jurgen Profar, and then, you know, Grisham. It was, he was effectively wild because his, his fast, he was just using his fastball. You know, he couldn't, he couldn't command the zone, but he just, hitters didn't really know where it was going. It, it would either be out of the zone or they would catch them by surprise, 99 miles an hour, like up in the zone or like high in it or something. And um, I think that umpire last night did a good job, at least from what I saw, because when a pitch is wild like that, you know, that's going to test an umpire, but I think that umpire was on it for sure. So... Yeah, that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.